$5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. <laughs> Ready to clap? Yeah. One, two, three. Ooh, one, two, three. Not three, two, one. Oh, not three. Changing it up. Yeah, I thought I'd. Thought I'd Counting in Australia. Oh, maybe you know it. The Australians <laughs> actually don't know how to count down. They count counterclockwise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Their clocks go Please. backwards. It's like, what time is it? Oh, it's 12 o'clock, and it's, like, middle of the day. That 12 o'clock is midday. (laughs) That is noon. (laughs) What else is backwards in Australia? Uh, Society. Do you think when you die, Welfare of animals. Go back in. Well, not welfare Welfare of animals. That made it sound like I think Australians treat animals badly. I meant your well-being in the environment around animals because there are no scary ones here and they have all of them. That's what I was trying to say. It came out wrong. They, I am sorry to Australian people. They do have all of the scary uh, the scary guys in the ocean and on the land. They've got all of them. Yeah. Why did, it, why did they all spawn in there? I feel like I it should have been no. patched by now that it was like a spawn trap. It was like you got all the scary spiders, all the snakes, all the lizards. How, how did that happen? Because... Because we got Pangea, right? Big guy right here. Big, big guy, like big super guy. Africa. Uh, super big guy. And then it splits off. How come all the animals were down here? I don't they know. Maybe that's where Noah took the ark. He was like, fuck <gasps> Pangea. I'm getting out of here and I'm making <sighs> new Pangea. But he didn't know how to spell that, so he called it Zealand instead. Uh, Did you know that New right. Zealand is Dutch? Zeeland? Really? Yeah, because the Dutch were the biggest colonizers in the planet at one point. Old Zealand is in, is in the Netherlands. Probably they have fucking everything. They all it's like Harlem in New York is based on the Netherlands because you have Harlem in the Netherlands. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think New York used to be called New Amsterdam for a while or something like that. It was, I think. No, yeah, this no, is one of those things where I'm like, yeah, we have an yeah, audience yeah. listening to this, so I don't want to be like, it was actually called New Amsterdam for a while, and uh, all the pigs lived there, and um, and then everyone's like, that's not true. I'm pretty sure it was called New Amsterdam, because there's that song that goes, oh, New York was once New Amsterdam, da 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 Those are the lyrics! Yeah. In symbols, Constantinople. That's the only part of that I know. I don't even know where Istanbul and Constantinople are. Istanbul is in Turkey. I went there once. 
Ooh. It's the only it's the only city that spans two continents or something. Because the Bosphorus Strait, one side of it is on Europe, the other side is Asia. I keep forgetting that that we always hear about like Europe, the Middle East, Asia. But the Middle East mm-hmm. isn't a isn't a continent. No. It's just in the middle. So it's like mm-hmm. half of it. Yeah. It's, it's like, like middle, like, it's like middle, like east. Yeah. Where's middle west? <laughs> Why don't we call middle, but. And where's just middle, middle? <laughs> oh, where's middle? Would middle west, well, would middle west just be Europe? I guess so. But what are we in the middle of? <laughs> <laughs> What is it? It's the Middle East, but shouldn't it just be called the Middle? If it's between Europe and Asia, it's just the Middle. Yeah. Like, people who are west of it are the ones who named it Middle East. To Asia, it's the Middle West. This is, do they? This is fucking me up right now. Wait, do they call... In Asia, do they call the Middle East the Middle West? Because it's... Hang on, uh, I gotta call Asia. God. And you say, oh. Oh, you actually it'll be Yobiseo, not you know, Fuck. What what does that mean? That's just like how you say it. It's like mushy mushy on the phone. Like mm-hmm. in English we just say hello for all of it. But in Korean yeah. it's like Anyangaseo is hi, but Yobiseo is hello on the phone. Oh. But I it's just now I'm 33 years old. I'm closer to 34 than I'd like to admit. As if you couldn't tell by the graying temples that I haven't died in mm-hmm. a while. But <laughs> I it for my whole life it's like yeah, Europe, Middle East, Asia, but I never put it together that the continents are just Europe and then Asia. Like Europe is next to Asia. That is fucking me up right now. Why did I never think well, of that? Well, it's Hold on. People are going to think I'm dumb. Isn't it? Uh, people already think anyway? we're dumb. Yeah, this is true. Isn't it all kind of connected anyway? Yeah, but I don't know where the cross-off is. I don't know where we, like, pass the baton between Europe and Asia. Uh, that's true. I'm looking at a map. Does that mean as soon as right you leave now. the European countries and you're, like, in the Middle East, does that mean you're just in Asia for a lot of them? This is fucking me up. I need answers. I guess... Oh, Turns out there's just a continent in the middle that we're forgetting. <laughs> well... It's all... It all looks like the same continent. Did you look up a map of continents? I just... I'm looking at a globe. Oh, the Middle East is a continent. <laughs> the Middle East is a continent? Map of the world continents. North America, South America... Wait. I don't know if this map is right. Showing North America, South America, Greenland, okay. Africa, Europe, Middle East, Asia, Australia. But here's a question that I have. Is what do we define what do we define as a continent? Uh it's anything that's not a vowel. Okay. <laughs> well, because when you look at it, everyone's gonna say you're an idiot. No, but I'm just saying. There's only seven continents. Middle East is not one of them. That other map was a fucking lie. You can't trust anything on the internet. Burn the government. <laughs> Burn the government. It's because you North know, America, <laughs> North America, and Central America and South America, technically speaking, 
Aren't they all connected? <laughs> They're all connected, aren't they? I mean, yeah, but it's like maybe kind. maybe there's like a tiny gap on that little like tail you guys got going on. The the Panama Canal. The Pangaea Canal. The Pangaea Canal. You got North but America. Here's... It's Asia, Africa, Europe, North America, South America, Australia, Oceania. Is it Oceania? It's just Australia, and then Antarctica. Oceanic flight four. <laughs> it's four, like eight thirteen. Oceanic eight fifteen. 8.15. I've been watching Lost again. I'm about to finish the last <gasps> season again. Really? Yeah. I've been watching Lost again. We'll I'm get to that. that far, though. <laughs> um, Wait, so... It's showing all the populations for all of them 2023, and it's like, whoa, whoa, and then Antarctica, zero. <laughs> <laughs> Greenland is... It's not a continent. I, I was looking at that same map that you're looking at, and there's, like, list of continents, and for some reason, Greenland is one of them. What do you think it's like on the equator? Where does the water go when you flush? Does it just get sucked straight down? It goes way <laughs> up and then it goes boom! <laughs> like really quick and it's, it makes like a vortex as it goes down. That's insane. This is going to be one of those episodes that lives in infamy where people go back and watch it and they're like, I can't believe they thought this. It's yeah, like we we're haven't cavemen discovering fire. <laughs> Hello, everybody. By the way, welcome back to the Brain League podcast. We're discussing uh, continents. Are they real? Are they fake? We need Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's not what we're us. discussing. That was not what we got to. I'm thinking they're fake. <laughs> <laughs> I and this I, this oh, map that I'm looking at of the continents, it's flat. That's all I'm saying. That's true. Where's the curve? Continent map. I. I think the I world is just understand. like a, I think the world is just like Pac-Man. When you get to Australia and you keep going right, you just end up back out this side. You don't go around. You just go. Bloop. Time Bloop. travel is real. So I'm looking at the continents of the world. Why is the Middle East a continent? I don't know if it is, other than there's probably more classifications for continents. Uh -huh. Like maybe like like how I I was like oh in Ireland when I was growing up the months of summer were May June July and then the older I got I'm like no one really thinks that anywhere else and I don't mm -hmm. even think Ireland do that anymore because hear me out yes and this is more hear me out audience Europe Middle East and Asia all kind of I I would say that's one big ass continent but it's not it's three technically. But it looks like one big guy. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. Because to you, a continent is its own landmass separated from everything else. Isn't that the definition of a continent? I don't know what the definition... The definition of, of a continent is any of the world's main continuous expanses of land. Wait, hold on. Well, I want more. I want more of a definition than that. Oh, yeah, because then technically, wouldn't that make Europe and Asia all one continent? It's probably yeah. some bullshit that somebody out there was like, no, we need to draw a line. Sorry, we have our own government and you have your own government and you have whatever rule of democracy or communism or whatever. And then they were like, we need to we're line in the sand, people. We need to cut this off and separate ourselves. Okay, continent. Able to control movements of the bowels and bladder. 
exercising self-restraint, especially sexually. <laughs> that's if... <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's if you're, you can become incontinent. But technically, aren't we all incontinent if we live on Earth? Hmm. Also, well, does that mean Mars is just one giant continent? Because it's not separated by anything. There's no oceans oh, there's to separate. No just one yeah, big giant landmass. How do we define continents on other places? Oh, we suck. <laughs> This is too confusing. I liked it better confusing. when I was making fun of sharks. <laughs> I saw a TikTok the other day talking about how the sun is white. And I was like, wow, that's so true. <laughs> Great. It's, not, it's cool. not yellow. It's not yellow. It's not orange. It's pure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the sky crazy, is only man. pigmented blue because of the light scattering through nitrogen particles i think sure i don't know <laughs> i i want to be right Tell me so anything bad i want to sound smart so bad <laughs> and I, I don't can't oh the internet oh. froze fuck oh god everything's going to hell oh Can you're you still... back you're back oh i'm back you yeah. never left for me oh fuck thank god what was i talking about why is the sky blue <laughs> yeah why is the sky blue there's all these things that I learned in school that I've just forgotten. The scattering caused by these tiny air molecules known as Raleigh scattering oh. uh, increases as the wavelength of light decreases. Violet and blue have the shortest wavelengths of red is the longest. Blah, blah, blah. That's not what I said. <laughs> I don't care about the wavelengths. Although I do like when you go underwater, it drops off in the order of the thing. The rainbow. Roy Biv. That's when. That's how the color drops off. Y your brain went faster than your mouth. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, when you dive underwater. The, yeah, diving underwater, like the waves drop off. It's cool. <laughs> Boy, you made it. I'm like, I get what you're trying to say, but you need to extrapolate. Show your work. <laughs> when you dive underwater, the colors because sunlight can't reach down to the bottom of the ocean. Uh huh. The more you dive, the more color drops off, but it drops off in the order of right. the rainbow. I see. Bib. I got so it. So red is the first to go. Right. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. So you're saying that the wavelength is determined by the wave's length. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. That's pretty exactly. sick. Ethan, we were talking about a certain Harry and some Hendersons. And boy, was he hairy. <laughs> one of hairy, the hairiest, hairy, they call him. One of the hairiest guys i ever done to the scene in my You life. know what he, he needed? He needed his namesake. Oh. Harry's the razor. Oh, he could have been baby bottom smooth. Oh, we, got it. we would have been able to see what human features he had under that weird face. Oh, that would have been so great. Man. He would have loved that weighty German engineered handle and the five blade engineered razor, the foaming gel. And he's going around all over the place in the woods. You know, he's traveling everywhere. They've got a nice travel cover for the razor. Yeah, they got creams, they got lotions. Keep your skin healthy and hydrated. His face hasn't even seen the light of day in years. He's gonna wanna keep that bad boy baby smooth. I know. I know he is. 
And even though Harry and the Hendersons, he doesn't understand the value of a dollar, but you people at home, you know the value of a dollar. The starter set is a $13 value for just $3. $3? That's $10 off. What a bargain save. Listen, if you want to have a sleek, good, wonderful shave wherever you are, go to harrys.com slash brain. Brain. B-R-A-I-N. Exactly. Have you ever been surfing? <laughs> Have you ever been in the ocean? <laughs> Have you ever done that? You ever surfed no. before? No. The closest I've got was we... supboarding, paddleboarding. We should go surfing for a video. I'd love to see you in the water going... <laughs> I'm not very good in the water. Like, I can no, swim. And I can float and all that shit, but I'm not like... I'm not like, I, you can tell I don't belong there. It's ah. not like I hit the water and I'm like fucking that H2O show where like suddenly my flipper comes out, my tail. Oh no, Sean. <laughs> Sean's in the ocean. <laughs> Condensation, Sean. <laughs> yeah. You're, uh, does that fuck them up if they go running? They can't go running anywhere because they'll sweat. A hot day, they sweat, they're fucked. Wait, yeah, they, hold they on. They can't Does have there's... sex because there's lots of juices flowing around. Mm-hmm. Can't piss. If you're peeing, make sure none of that hits you. Yeah, this is plot holes. What kind of, can they sweat? Because that's kind <sighs> Yeah. Man. Turns out that show about mermaids, all bullshit. That Man. show where the mermaids what turn the back fuck? to mermaids after getting wet, totally unrealistic, full of holes. Full of holes. Would you ever do you fuck think a plot hole? Exist? <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll do your one first. We'll do your one first. Do you think that mermaids have ever existed? Yeah. Or do you think they were just manatees? I think sailors got really horny and scurvy and delirious and saw a fish and were like, I'd fuck that. That's something that we don't really talk about enough is that like people seeing stuff way back in the day. It's like, yeah, well, um, that was before medicine was invented. <laughs> yeah. and People are at sea for six months. Like they're probably not completely all there. Yeah, it's there's a reason that it's mythology and it doesn't happen anymore because now you have phones and you can record everything. And this is why I'm saying, why do all the UFO oh. sightings happen in America? <laughs> Or like, why are you guys declassifying them? Like, why is it always... Yeah. I don't know. We like doing things our own way, you know? Get rid of the tea. Bring in the aliens. <laughs> Bring them in. Did you see that they did uh, the largest expedition in 50 years in Loch Ness? This, I think it was this past weekend. You they and Loch didn't... Ness. Let it go. They... Didn't find anything, except they heard four interesting noises. What were the four noises? <laughs> Replicate them. I don't know. I didn't listen. <laughs> I didn't do my research. Hold on. Four interesting noises. No it was Jeffrey asleep on his bunk. <laughs> it didn't come from Loch Ness. Four. We just heard four weird noises. Four distinctive gloop sounds <laughs> heard during search for the Loch Ness Monster. Man, August 25th, four very distinctive noises de described as gloops were heard on August 25th. Oh, while it's Loch. like the, is it the bloop sound? 
You could have just called it, they were like, the bloop sound was taken, so we can't call it that. We need to call them gloop sounds. <laughs> gloop sounds. It is uh, very sad to me that they didn't they didn't find anything. But, it, you know, maybe maybe Nessie didn't want to be found that day. You know, she's probably just swimming around. Hollow Earth, thing. I told you. They just hit a pocket, mm -hmm. zoom. It's mm -hmm. all connected, bro. Those seven <sighs> continents, just a playground for Nessie. What's on the uh, other side? Of Scotland. It's just blank ocean. <laughs> yep. Just blank ocean. Uh, almost Hawaii, actually. Oh, Nessie been putting the fucking flippers up. Damn. Fucking pina colada in flipper, just like, who? <laughs> oh, that would be sick, honestly. Nessie's vacationing in Hawaii. Oh, Nessie's vacation is a great name for a movie. I'd watch that. It's like Kangaroo Jack. Did you ever... Did you ever watch the movie Harry and the Hendersons? I have, it's but it's been so long ago I can't remember. Movie about Bigfoot? Yeah! I, oh, that Bigfoot freaked me out, though. Yeah, he's kind of weird looking. He is kind of weird looking. Put, a, put up the Bigfoot of that on screen, because it's... Yeah, put up Harry. If you're just listening to this, then... Sorry, look it up yourself. But, oh, Harry, Harry looks like Elf, but old. <laughs> It it's like Alf of. and Chewbacca's weird, fucked up love child. Why does he have human teeth? Why is he smiling he at me like that? He's smiling like he wants to get me into a van with sweets. He's he's got human teeth, big ass human teeth, and, and eyes. human eyes that are like piercingly green. They're beautiful. Just beautiful. wait, I'm seeing. Oh, it's John Lithgow. I forgot about that. I'm seeing blue eyes. You're seeing blue eyes? Yeah. I'm seeing like... I'm seeing, gr I'm what? seeing green eyes. What are you talking about? I'm seeing green eyes. What? Hold on. The this poster for the movie of... has blue eyes. Are we talking about the same photo? Are we talking about this guy right here? Look at this. <laughs> it's such a funny poster. This is like... <laughs> What you would this is the poster for like painting with Harry. <laughs> like a Bob Ross thing. This photo is so Harry just got funny. a fucking makeover. He got like he got pulled out of an alleyway, brought he's in got, someone did a makeover on him and then sent him out and was like smile for the camera. He's got Riz. All of the photos, if you just look up Harry and the Hendersons, he's always like grinning. He's, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. He's kind of crazy. Why is there a picture of Harry and the Hendersons and Beetlejuice? Hey, Harry, they come out of the car. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I want them to do Harry and the Hendersons reboot. I love a mythology cryptid movie. It's so good. This is probably one of John Lithgow's best roles. Why is he this? What do you mean, why is he this? He's an established, well-known, very good actor. Why, mm -hmm. John Lithgow, why? Well, I mean, this was, what year was this? Isn't John Lithgow Farquaad? And... This is 1987. He is. This is 1987. What else could he have been doing? I need somebody out there to put Harry and the Hendersons lip-synced to Farquaad's lines. Oh, yeah, that's good. I mean, he wasn't Harry. Oh. He was Mr. Henderson. Oh, I thought He's he was the, in the suit. Yeah. No, 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 no. Who's in no, the no, suit? No, no, no. Um, that is a good idea.
a good idea. That's a good question. Let's find out. Um, Kevin Peter Hall. Wait, I know that name. Why is that name familiar? Are you thinking of Anthony Michael Hall? No. I think Kevin Peter Hall is Predator. Oh. Yes! You're hmm. right. You're yeah. correct. Predator. Because he's seven foot Damn. two inches. Jesus. Seven ah, yeah. foot two? Yeah, that's higher than my ceiling. Damn. That might be... Uh, I think I have eight foot ceilings. Oh, Mr. Oh, fucking Moneybags over here. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Got eight footers. Sorry, pals. Average ceiling height in the UK is 2.4 meters. Which, which is. I don't know what that is in. Which is? 7.8 feet. Okay, so he might be getting close. He's getting he up might have there. to duck. He, he might have to duck under the door to get yeah. into the room. Over the, sure. was it a, a lintel or something? What? What is the, the thing that's over your door? It's called Lentils? like a lintel. <laughs> the chickpeas. The lentils. <laughs> no, it's a lintel. Horizontal beam fitted across the top of a door opening to support the bricks above the door. It's called a lintel. I have something fun to talk about. Okay. At some point today, I'm going to be an uncle, which is very exciting. Wow! Very exciting. I got a text at uh, at 6 a.m. this morning saying that my sister-in-law's water broke all over the place, really flooded. Dude, she's dilating like fuck right now. God, the who water how, that broke all who, over the place. Who knows how effaced she is? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> you get dilated, you get a face, and then it's like, boom, and the baby comes out. It hey. sounds like a, a grenade launcher from Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> yeah, noob tube that baby across the room. And if it hits the wall and sticks, that's how you know it's ready. That's how you know it's done. <laughs> Al dente, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just grab his little finger and it's like, oh, al dente. Al dente. See, al dente. But I'm very excited. Al dente sounds so cool to us that don't speak Italian, but when they are like, is it teeth is ready? <laughs> is it teeth ready? Is it ready for teeth? <laughs> um, hold on. I want to grab one thing to show on the podcast. Oh. He left. I want to talk about the bloop sound. You know that? Or it's probably an, a quake or like an ice shelf underwater and then they were like yeah it's fucking sick the bloop is awesome where'd ethan go i'm back hello i've returned um so i, I forgot you could hear me the whole time i wasn't talking about anything i could you were like i want to hear the gloop sound <laughs> it was the bloop but whatever <laughs> many many people know and you know, I really like Jordans a lot. I have like 12 pairs of Jordans. You sure do. So, for my nephew that is being born today, <gasps> I got a teeny oh, tiny. Those aren't Air Ones, those are Air Zeros. Those are tiny. <laughs> They're so small. <laughs> so tiny for oh. those of you who can watch on the thing. So, these are, <laughs> these are teeny tiny Jordans. 
which the baby will be able to wear once it's big enough for like two days and then they'll be too small. Which is fine, because then they can just go up on a shelf or something. Or they can yeah. like, dangle on your car mirror or something. Or, like, tie the laces together and throw them over the power lines. Oh, yeah, that would be so cute. And then it'll be like, there's um, baby weed for sale in this area. <laughs> <laughs> but, so those are actually made by Nike. I don't know why they wouldn't be. But saying that, meaning... They were still a hundred and thirty-five dollars. <laughs> so stupid. Wait, how much is a proper pair of Air Jordans? Uh, those are like close to three hundred if you're getting adults. Uh, uh, I think you shouldn't have you shouldn't have to pay half the price for the, a fraction of the size. I know. If it's half the size, half the price. Mm-hmm. If it's a tiny one, tiny price. Well, I mean, I guess that would scale, uh, wouldn't it? Because people have different sized feet. Oh, yeah, big-footed people, fucking Harry and Henderson should have to pay more. <laughs> it's like tax the rich. No, tax the feet. <laughs> tax the feet. God. Tax the rich, tax the inch. Oh, speaking of foot size while we're talking about it, Shaq oh. shoe size. What is his shoe size? Dude, his fucking, both of his feet are like, he puts his feet in two Ford Focuses and then he walks around. Basically... So I do you know what size shoe you wear in the US? It's like a nine and a half. I think it's pretty close to what we have here. Okay. Cause it's I like a nine and a half or a ten. I wear nine usually. Mm. Do you want to take a guess at what size shoe Shaq wears? It's probably gonna be something like a size eighteen or something that I'm like, I didn't even know that was real. Twenty-two. What? <laughs> Where's a size? A fucking foot canoe. He just puts his feet in kayaks. Size 22 shoe. Oh my God. Does that mean, is the size 10 like 10 inches? No, no. Uh, oh. Inches to centimeters. Uh, yeah, I'm like a 41 European size. His shoe is 14 inches long, which is 35 centimeters. He's got ruler feet. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> giant feet. Holy God, his foot's like the size of a kid. Uh, yeah. How big are his hands? You know, you know Attack on Titan when the rumbling happens and the big giant feet come and they squash everybody? Mm-hmm. That's him. That's sh- they're just big Shaquille O'Neal's walking around. His hands? <laughs> with now granted this is with his his thumb out, so it's pinky area like his side of his hand to where his thumb is is 12 inches wide. <laughs> what? Unbelievably gigantic. That's like that's like, what, this fucking that size? So oh, that's like tennis rackets for hands. Yeah, it's just a massive individual. People, yeah, when people go walking in snow, they just put Shaq's hands on their feet God. and they just walk through. Oh, it's I unreal. want Shaquille O'Neal hand slippers. Oh, man, they'd be much It's just like much. a perfect silicone mold of his hands, and I just slot my feet into both of them, and I walk around with his... I want to raid his closet and just try on his clothes and just see how teeny tiny I look. (laughs) His 
his his feet are about as big as your foot is to that baby shoe. Yeah, pretty much. Like us to him is like that baby shoe to yours. He's seven. We could put our shoes in his shoes. <laughs> Literally, you could. I bet. I wonder. He must have to get all of his shoes custom made, right? Yeah. I can't imagine that he, that there's a place that, well, I mean, there's got to be. Because there's other people that are as big as he is. I have no idea how it works. But he's, yeah, he's, he's seven taken, one he, and 325 pounds, which is 147 kilos. Good And he's 2.16 meters tall. When he goes to the van store, he actually has to get vans. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like trucks. <laughs> he's got like little minivans for feet. That's another thing. God, what kind of car does he drive? How does he fit in a vehicle? Have you ever seen... Uh, is it him who has like the really short wife? Yes. Yes. She like comes up to his hip. Uh-huh. So it's not, it's not even that she's just small compared to him. She's actually just really tiny compared to like us as well. Yeah. I'm like, you guys are together. <laughs> <laughs> there is a photo of Shaq getting into a smart car. <laughs> oh, that is good. That is very, very funny. Do you think that ring on his finger is like a belt? <laughs> God, yeah. It's gotta be it's just like, like a waistband. It's gotta be like this big. It's like the ring. He's not that big. <laughs> the ring that he's wearing probably looks like in the beginning of Lord of the Rings when when Sauron's finger gets cut off and then it shrinks. The ring shrinks. Yeah. It's like the original size. That that ring shrinking scene is only in the extended edition, I think. Really? Because I remember seeing it at one point, and then I didn't have the extended editions for a while after that, and I was like, where's the ring shrinking scene? Did I fucking imagine this? Ring shrinkage. But it exists. Ring shrinkage. It's like the actual ring they use when they have like the big giant prop one mm -hmm. for the camera shots for the close-ups. <laughs> so it reads better on camera. He probably has one of those, and it's just like... I didn't realize they had a big-ass ring. Yeah, it's like a giant one. Oh. That scene where like it falls off him in the snow and it's like really close to camera. Yeah. It's like a giant ass ring. Oh, I didn't know that. I just assumed they used macro lenses or something. Yeah, and Aragorn broke his toe when he kicked the helmet. Dude, that's fucking crazy. I can't believe it. I just can't sit silent when that <clears throat> scene happens. What? One of my biggest pet peeves is the new thing where people are obsessed with lines that are improved in movies. Yeah. And then they're like, did you know that this scene was improv'd? And I'm like, okay, it's probably not the improv'd line in the movie. Mm -hmm. They probably improv'd it on set, and then somebody said, that's a really good line. Let's write that in, and now do it again. And then that's the one that gets filmed. Sometimes the improv line is probably in it, yeah. but not all the ones that are like, oh, did you know that that line was improv'd? It's like, that's like the Harry Potter one. Mm -hmm. It's like... He, I don't know if that's actually improv or not, but not all of them are just in the spur of the moment, recorded on film. Yeah. Uh, Why does it bother me so much? <laughs> the, one of the most famous ones that I recently found out isn't improvised, and I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense, is in The Dark Knight when Joker comes out of the hospital and he's like fiddling with the thing and then it explodes. Yeah. A bunch of people were like, yeah, the explosives just didn't go off and he was confused. That's not true. It's not true. Yeah, and it's like, oh, you can see him get surprised by them. I'm like, I think anyone would be surprised by giant explosions on set. Yeah. Because um, if the explosion didn't go off, they wouldn't 
just sit there on set and be like, well, just mm-hmm. let them figure it out. It's in a fucking hospital exploding. Like, they have everything yeah. rigged up perfectly. Like, so I found out And they recently. only get one shot at it. Yeah. You only you only film that once. You don't like, ah, oh, we didn't get the right angle. Go again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, I can't imagine the, the fucking first AC on that pulling focus. It's like, it's like, I need to make sure this shot isn't soft or I'm going to be killed. <laughs> oh, ah, lots of rehearsal. But yeah, a lot of people like to think that that one is improv for some reason mm-hmm. or like it didn't go off. I'm like, that's can't be true. Oh. Films are expensive to make yep. and to take a really fucking long time to do anything. Especially Chris they were Nolan. Setting that up for a pro- they're probably setting that up for a week. God, probably more than that. I I can't imagine. That kind of stuff is crazy. Like, thinking about... I Actors are it, paid extremely, extremely, extremely handsomely. Like, A-list actors and stuff. Some of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the amount of work that goes into a film is astronomical. And a lot of actors are yeah. put through a ton and even even like smaller sets and stuff like that they're really really long days and like i yeah i was reading about um ryan reynolds for deadpool when it's the shots mm. of him with like a lot of his body uncovered and he has all the scars and stuff like that before yeah. doing a full day of filming which is probably 12 to 16 hours depending uh he was in the makeup chair for those scenes for nine hours it's like oh, yeah. unbelievable. It's just like oh. that's a whole day sitting there, <laughs> and you can't move. Mm-hmm. You can't like, you can't make a jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole day of sitting there before you even do your actual job. It's crazy. Yeah, I saw Chris Nolan was talking about it for Oppenheimer, where because films are never shot chronologically, mm-hmm. unless very specific scenarios mean that you have to. Mm-hmm. But it's like he was talking about how you get into the scenes and you like shoot all the scenes out of order and you just have enough coverage or you you know what the scene's going to be so you get all the stuff you need and then you don't need to go back to it and then because he doesn't do reshoots mm-hmm. so he was like if we have it we have it he's like it's only when you go into the editing room then that he realized how well not that he realized how good the actors are but he appreciates how good they are because it's like you do a scene from the start of the movie then you do a scene from the end of the movie then the middle then the end then the start it's like you have to change how that character is yeah like, they go through an arc throughout the movie, and you can see them deteriorate in a movie like Oppenheimer. But the actors have to know how to get to that space mm-hmm. for those scenes. And he's like, I got it back in the edit. And then you realize how incredible all the actors are, because they're able to do that on a dime. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's hard shit to do. It's also, like, especially if you're doing something really, like, gut-wrenching or really sad or anything like that. Like, yeah, you are acting, like... But you're still pulling yeah. that emotion from somewhere. So like mm-hmm. doing like a scene of like crying or being really emotional or whatever, like, yeah, it's technically like fake, but that must be exhausting. Like having to do that over and over again and just like pull those emotions. Yeah. Just like, oh man. You see a lot of actors before they I think it was Tom Holland had some for the crowded room where you can just see him like screaming mm-hmm. and then it's like, okay, action. It's like you just need to do something to get your head into that space. Mm-hmm. And then, like, your your body will naturally, like, follow along. But that that's how you know good actors, because it's like, they don't learn their lines. They just live them. Mm-hmm. It's like, you've learned the lines so well that you're not, like, thinking about a line. You don't go in and it's like, oh, what's, what line is next? How do I react yeah. to them? It's just like, 
just in your head and the emotions come out and they're just being a person. I was talking to our Crazy. our friend Rahul Kohli, who uh, is a really, really great actor. And I was talking to him ab about that. And I was like, is it weird, like, mm -hmm. memorizing lines sometimes and, like, having to do them in scenes and whatever? And he's like, no, because you just learn your lines well enough and learn the character well enough that it just kind of clicks that it's like, this is not a... This is not something that you have to like m memorize in a sense. It's just what the character mm. would say. So it like almost yeah. comes naturally where it's like, it's almost not even like written in a sense. It's just like, this is what the characters would do. So it feels very yeah. natural. It's not like you're just trying to remember what you have to say. Um, yeah. yeah. And I feel like that's always the difference between good acting and bad acting, mm -hmm. which is all obvious shit, but I'm just, a f I'm fascinated by the process as someone who has tried to do it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I learned my lines like the night before. Mm -hmm. It's like you try and live it, but it's like, I don't know. I wrote that myself. So I was like anal about like having to, I was like shoving the lines up my ass. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was a so line, anal about it. Line enema. But it's like, I'm not a writer, so when I wrote the lines, I was like, yeah, that'll work. And then, like, the day before when you're learning them, I'm like, oh, that sounds bad. I got to rewrite this. <laughs> I don't like how that sounds. That's stupid. I don't like writing. I don't like it. I I don't think I'm good at it. I don't. No. No, thank you. I'm more of an ideas man. Mm -hmm. well, I'm more of a man's man, you know, just go out in the yard and toss a ball back. Yeah. I'm, I'm more of a top-level guy. Yeah. Just like a day-to-day, big-picture... Mm -hmm. You know, like, what's what's the concept? What's the vibes we're going for? Mm -hmm. And then I just, I give it to a writer who doesn't get paid enough. Yeah. And they do it. Yeah, exactly. But you get the credit for it. Yeah. Obviously. Dude, I want them to get, well, I was going to say, I want them to get paid what they want because I want to watch the movies. They all got delayed, but that sounds really <laughs> intensive. <laughs> Because that's not how I feel, but I, it's like all of them got delayed now. Like Dune is coming mm -hmm. out next year instead of the end of this year and stuff. Yeah. But I'm like, just pay them. You have so much money. Yeah. Pay the writers. That's why, uh, a... And the actors, actually. A24, I think, is still yeah. in production because they're, they were just like, okay, that's what you want. Okay, great. That's what you get then. Yeah, we'll pay the act. Can we still work with them if we just pay them what you're asking? And they were like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, cool. Okay. Which is... It's such a weird thing because it's you want everyone to get paid what they deserve And I I really like seeing some of the bigger actors like Brian Cranston or Matt Damon coming out and being like It's not about us. We get paid probably too much mm -hmm. um, Or they get paid like you were saying like some actors get paid very very well yeah. Like RDJ getting 50 million for Spider-Man Homecoming that he's in for like 10 minutes Yeah, but it's, did he get 50 million dollars like, for that movie? <laughs> yeah <Jesus. laughs> um, But it's like as they were saying, it's like for the actors that are like just barely making 26K a year to pay for their health insurance. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, that's that's a hard life that you live. Yeah. Um, but it's good. It's nice that everyone's talking about it and everyone yeah. will hopefully get paid what they're owed. It's important because I think that people, it's very easy to like glamorize Hollywood where it's like, oh, you mm. work in Hollywood? It's like, yeah, okay, you think of the, the A-listers that are making a bunch of money and the directors that are making a bunch of money, but there's so many, there are hundreds and hundreds of people invo in, are involved in, in yeah. every big movie. And it's like, not everyone is getting a big paycheck. It's a very, very few amount of people and a lot of people are just getting shit pay. And it sucks. Yeah. 
it, it's not until you like step onto a set that you're like, oh man, there's so many people. There's like 10 people just for lights. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> On like a small set. Yeah, because like for, um, for Iris, how many people was there in total? It was 15 total. Mm -hmm. Including the whole thing. And that would, including the stunt people? No, actually. So it was probably closer to like 20, 24. Yeah. People. It was 25 and under. Mm -hmm. And that's like a three day shoot. And what we filmed is not complicated mm. at all. Yeah. Like that final shot, sure, was a bit more complicated mm -hmm. than we had planned for. And it worked out really well. And we got a little, we got a little crazy on the timeline with that one. We got a little crazy. But it's like what we did is so easy to do mm -hmm. in terms of like filmmaking. Yeah. And it still took forever. <laughs> it still took forever. And we basically only had, we had two setups. Basically, yeah. two, three setups. Um, and even that was like, that was my first time like resetting for stuff. Because normally when we film stuff, it's like, I ah, just keep it rolling and we'll just do something and figure it mm -hmm. out. And then it's like, oh, I did the lines. And it's like, okay, let's reset and like go again. And it's like, you kind of wait like 10 minutes mm -hmm. before you have to go again sometimes. And I'm like, no, I'm like in the zone. I got to like get it out of me. I'm going to forget the lines. Yeah, yeah it's crazy like, how I can't imagine doing that on takes. bigger movies. Yeah. Imagine, imagine a movie like Top Gun Maverick. Imagine just the insurance and the stunt people on a movie like that. You you put Tom Cruise in a plane and it's like, uh, he's gone now. Like we can't yeah. monitor him. Yeah. It's just like, are you okay, Tom? It's like action, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and then the pilot in front of him just like moves the plane around, and Tom's just like, yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'll just pretend I'm flying this plane. Wait, it, it, is he not flying? I thought that he was flying for real. No, I don't think any of them were allowed to fly the jets. Mm. He he flew the the prop plane at the end, the one that's his, yeah. but he's not allowed to fly the actual military plane. Mm. Even he wasn't allowed to do that. Yeah. Jeez, it's insane. It's crazy. Movie magic. Movie magic. Sometimes baby. it's not worth it. Sometimes I I can't imagine if you're making I saw Karen Gillan did like vlogs one time when she was doing Guardians 3. Mm. And she did like a day in the life of me or like a couple of days or something. And it was like, come to set with me. And she sat down and she she doesn't have the craziest makeup for that. But even she had to sit for hours. Yeah. And it was like, I'm going on set to film like, I think it was like two minutes worth of the movie. And it was a whole day up at like 4 a.m. Mm -hmm. And then she gets on set and everyone's there and everyone's fucking tired. And it's like, OK, action. And she says like four lines. And it's like, OK, a day's work is done. Because it's such a massive movie that like all the pyrotechnic people have to come in, all the VFX, well not VFX people, but like all the stunt team, well, all even, the everybody. Even have VFX to come in. people, like uh, the VFX supervisors, probably there making sure that. True. Blah blah blah. blah. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy what goes it's into like you, just a single I, shot. I used to think about that, and I'm like, how do actors learn lines? They have so many lines in the movie, and it's like it takes them like six months to film a movie, and sometimes they say five lines in a day. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I could learn that. Yeah. I mean, even... <laughs> Not to detract from it at all, but it was just, a, like, once you figure out how it all works and how it all operates, it's like, it's not as glamorous as I... It's not as cool as I thought it was. Yeah. I still like doing it, but... I love being on set when I get to be on set, but it is... It's very exhausting being on set. Everything's moving all the time. Everything has to be done in a certain time frame. Um, yeah. It's really cool, I, but... I don't know if I could be, because I love movies and I love being on set and doing sound and all that kind of stuff, but I don't know if I could work on a set if I had a job 
that wasn't constantly moving. Mm -hmm. Like, be, being an AD or a cameraman or pulling focus or that kind of stuff. But the people who have to, like, set up a scene and then you, it's like, okay, now we have, like, three hours to do nothing. And then it's like, okay, we're switching lights and then you come in and do, like, a little thing yeah. and then you come back out. That's fucking hard work. Yeah. It's a lot of, like, hurry up and wait as well. Yeah. Because um, especially for, like, grips and like gaffers and stuff it's like okay you set up the scene and then you wait around while they shoot uh and then it's like okay gaffers we need to do this setup and so then it's like turbo mode to try and get everything mm -hmm. set up for the next scene as quickly and as and then they're like we need possible. it done in five minutes mm -hmm. and then when something goes wrong it's like it's your fault yeah it's crazy <laughs> that though like, like delayed all day equipment like you think of a basic scene even with just like normal ass lighting that's still gonna take like twenty to thirty minutes, maybe even more sometimes to set up. Yeah. Like you gotta move all the lights around and then you gotta move like reflectors and flags and blah 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 and you gotta change lenses and it's a lot. Hey, everyone that works in movies, even all the unsung heroes, because I I think something like that is gonna happen where it's like the grips and all those people like working behind the scenes are gonna like I'm sure they have a union yeah. and they probably don't know if they get paid fairly. But it's like, the, there's fucking hundreds of people that work on a movie. And like, you guys are great. Yeah. It's like all the people that don't get credit for anything. Mm -hmm. Everyone's talking about like the writers and the actors right now. But like, everybody behind the scenes. Sorry, sorry I was getting choked up talking about the grips. <laughs> I think about stuff like Lord of the Rings or like Game of Thrones or a lot of like yeah. fantasy stuff and sci-fi that has so much set building involved. It's mm -hmm. just like... Especially when it's done practically. I know now a lot of stuff is shot virtually or on green screen, but it's like people are building all of those sets from by hand, yeah. like going in the wood shop, painting all of it, screwing it all in. I don't know. I don't know why I got recommended a Star Wars Episode 3 video, like a behind the scenes, or maybe it was a TikTok or something. And they showed like, oh, it was Corridor Digital did a thing where they were. Uh, talking to the guy who did VFX on the third movie with the lava area. Mm. And I, I didn't even realize that a lot of that is a miniature with, like, gel flowing down with a light oh. under, like, plastic. That's cool. To, like, get the lava to look like it's real. And they, like, merged all that together. I'm like, man, you've... I mean, you work on it because you like doing it, and it's it's fun to do, and that's what you do, and yeah. you have passion for it. But, God, it's so cool. Yeah. Sick. I want to do it. I want, let's go. Let's go. Fuck the podcast. Let's All go right. movie. Let's go movie right now. We're going movie right now. <laughs> See you later, everybody. We're going movie. See, my problem is that the other ideas I have now to do are all way too high budget. Mm. I'm like, I want to do this and I want to do that. And I have all these ideas for cool things. And it's like, it's going to cost way too much money and take way too much time. Mm. Mm. It's true. Life is very hard. Life is hard and then you die. Life is so hard to have the freedom to do anything I want. <laughs> <laughs> I still oh. want to try and make a short this year. I just don't like writing. I don't know what I want the short to be. But then I've... Then get somebody else to write it. Yeah, this is so true. I just want to shoot more Come stuff. Come up with the concept. I like shooting Come stuff. Come up with the concept and write a beat sheet. Beat off on that sheet, baby. So yeah. True. Um, There's so many templates. I, I used apps that have like story templates and like beats and you can get like a sci-fi story beat or a mystery thriller story beat or a rom-com story beat. Here's a... And you just... It just gives you the prompts and then you just fill out what it's asking and then suddenly you have a story. Oh, that's cool.
Here's yeah. here's a question for you that's semi-related because I I was in therapy this morning, and I was asking my therapist. Oh, we love a healthy brain, King. We love a healthy brain. I was asking my therapist about journaling, and I was like, "Do you think I should do that?" Um, and she was like, "Yeah, it's beneficial for some people. It's not beneficial for others." Um, mm -hmm. But I was asking her sort of like what I should. Do. I was like, I'd be down to try it, but I don't really know what to do. And she was like, well, there's different ways of doing it. And she told me yeah. to start to just like 10 minutes every day, you just write what is on your yeah. mind. And like you, it's not supposed to sound smart. It's not supposed to like even make any sense. You just write what is on your mind for 10 minutes. Do you journal at all? Um, I tried it. It was, it, I had that thing as well where it's like, I don't know what to do. So I, the stoic book I was reading was talking about journaling like that, where it's like, whatever, it's like self-evaluation at the end of the day. Mm. So at the end of the day, you would write out what went well, what didn't go well, what do I want to do tomorrow? What can I improve upon? Mm -hmm. And then the next morning, you kind of like reflect on that, do your day, and then you self-reflect on that day again. So it's like, okay, I didn't actually get that done. I'll try it again tomorrow. What did I improve upon today? So it's like constant like self-improvement mm. and trying to like get better all the time, but kind of like keeping yourself to task and keeping yourself on track and just checking in with yourself all the time. Uh, but that that's more of a productivity one. Yeah. Cause I But yeah, journaling and journaling in general, I don't think like you're not journaling for other people. No, no. one else is gonna read it. I, I got a little journal to to test it out. And so it has Wait, that's a weekly thing? Where is my... Where is a daily? Where is the daily guy? Okay, so it says on it, there's a morning ritual, a work startup mm. ritual, workday shutdown ritual, and an evening ritual. But it's daily big three. List your three most important tasks. And then there's other tasks. And then there's notes. And then there's a daily win. And then there's like, what... Wait, where did it go? Okay. Uh... And then it's like, how far did you get on your daily win today? What worked? What didn't? Mm. Why? What will you continue to train to change? And so it's like prompts yeah, like that that are like, like that's what good. I was doing. And then there's it. Yeah, I, tr I tried um, gratitude journaling for a while because Kurtzgesagt released a gratitude journal where it would be like, what are you grateful for today? And This fat ass. <laughs> Different problems like that. It's, it's Mine, every day. Was like, You're like flipping through this fat ass. This fat ass just. It's all the ass. I'm so. I'm so grateful. <laughs> that is. That's why I stopped doing it because it kept being the same thing. It's like, what are you grateful for? And I was like, food. I'm grateful for my girlfriend. And then it was like the same shit every day. And I was like. I, I guess I just keep doing the same things because apparently I'm grateful for those. I don't need to write it down. Yeah. <laughs> Very grateful. Very grateful. Yeah. Yeah, maybe and lately, I fucking painted a sick Warhammer figurine yesterday. Is that the blue guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, the Dreadnought. Nice. I had been dreading him for so long because I, I built the, the DeLorean and the Tumblr mm -hmm. from Batman Begins. And I built those in Lego. And I was like, yeah, Lego's fun. But it's like, it's very expensive. And not a lot of the Legos I want to keep. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like, I could build this, but I would, I just kind of want to throw that out. I don't want to keep that. Yeah. So I, I was like, what else can I do? And then Warhammer figs came along. But then I was like, the big ones are so nice. Because it takes you like all day to clip it out. And then you have to use like a scalpel to like shave the excess oh. off. Or you can get like a little file. And oh. then you get, instead of like, 
the sprockets that stick together, you actually glue the higher end ones and they like stick perfectly together. You're like that perfect oh. seam. And then by the end of it, it's like, now I get to paint you. So it's like a whole thing. How long does it take for the glue to dry though? Because I would be so impatient. I'd be like, mm -hmm. glue it together. And it's like, I want to paint you now. It, some of the, so if it's like a flimsy thing that's being held by like a tiny piece, then you have to wait for that to dry. But it takes like 10 minutes. Oh. How long like does some it take of the, stuff, the paint to dry? Like a minute. Whoa. Cause it's, a, it's like acrylic paint. So it dries like super fast. Oh, that's dope. Um, but it's like, I was building a tank and it's like a big piece goes together. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, you can just pick that up and like paint or like do anything you want or like add more pieces to it. It's only like the little flimsy guys that you kind of have to wait because they'll like bend and buckle and fall off. Are there moving pieces at all or is it all completely static? Like, can you move oh, it around? Oh, it moves, baby. Oh, yeah. Well, some of them, some of them you can, like the tank I did, you can like move the gun on top and you can like move the gun up and down. But like the mech that I did, it's not like the legs clip in place like a ball joint. It has a ball on it, but you glue it. So then he's like static, but his arms move. You can like move the guns up and down. So let me ask you a journaling question about it. Um, what what did you what did you like that you did with it? And what what would you wish to improve upon next time? I like that it took my mind off the world. Mm. I was just in my zone. I had Lost on in the background. Nice. And I was just watching Lost all day and I was building this guy all day and I was just in the fucking zone. I, I wasn't anxious. I wasn't thinking about anything else. I was just like, it's just me and you, baby, for the emperor. Nice. Uh, what I could improve upon is my paint job. And even the paint I did, I did edge highlighting, which I'd never done before. Mm -hmm. Where you just do like a little shiny edge on the hard lines. Mm -hmm. Oh, and it pops it off. But I've I'm been like, doing that on thumbnails. <laughs> <laughs> I've been, really? Yeah, every thumbnail that I've been making recently, I've just added, I've been adding highlights and shading and stuff to try and just like pop faces oh, yeah. more. It's kind of fun, just like adding little highlights yeah. and then you turn it on and off in Photoshop. I'm like, oh, that does make it pop. That's cool. Yeah, it like adds so much depth. Yeah. Because it's like you put in like the shadowed areas and then it's like, oh, that looks kind of okay. And then you put the edge highlight on it and it's like suddenly it's 3D and it's like, whoa, <sighs> I want to suck my own cock. It's so cool. <laughs> I want to put some shading on my cock, meaning my own mouth ever, over it. Ever tried to suck your own penis? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's tried. Yeah. Everyone's. Put my back doing it. Everyone's tried that. Every, yeah. If you haven't tried, you're huh, missing out. I've. <laughs> the best thing I heard, though, <laughs> this is kind of like why I stopped trying, was somebody, <laughs> somebody was like, Were you trying, you like, every day? <laughs> No, 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 no. I tried like three times in my life. One time I really hurt my neck doing it. I was like, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. But another time I was like, or they, they were talking about it. I was like, when you, when you accomplish it, it's not like getting your dick sucked. It feels like you're just sucking dick. <laughs> and that, that to me was like, oh, the white whale's probably not worth chasing. <laughs> That's really funny. I have not thought about that before. <laughs> and the more I thought about it, I was like, that probably makes sense. Yeah, that does. It does make sense. It's like jerking yourself off versus versus getting jerked off is like very different feelings and sensations and fun factors. Huh. I've never thought about. <laughs> like when somebody else is jerking you off, it's like we're having fun here. We're having a good time. When you're jerking yourself off, it's like 
I'm here to get work done. <laughs> I'm, I'm here to do business. This is a business trip. I'm not here for pleasure. I have my O-1 visa. I'm here. I <laughs> I'm clocking in and I'm clocking out as soon as I can. Uh, there's no fucking overtime drafted for this one. Nope. <laughs> We're not getting paid. We're not breaking for lunch on this. It is an in and out. All right. We're here for one thing and one thing only. Okay. <laughs> Once this transaction is done, we are out of here. Yeah. Oh, boy. This is the part of the podcast now where people are like, I like the part of the podcast where they talked about sucking their own dicks for a long time. <laughs> yeah, you fucking did, little Billy. <laughs> Uh, well, maybe not little Billy. <laughs> I don't want little Billy to be the things that are coming out of me. Well, I'm glad that you uh, you had fun painting. That sounds so nice. Just like, did you just do it in your office? I did it on my kitchen table. Ooh. Nice. Hell yeah. Yeah. And then Evelyn, Evelyn's like, she finally got her back piece finished mm -hmm. today. Oh, so she's just like chilling. She can't really like do much like... Just tired, so it's like make a puzzle next to me. I'm making Warhammer, watching Lost. Nice. Life is good. Nice, nice. That's what it's all about. And then it's like, oh, we'll have dinner. I've been cooking dinner every day. Lost a ton of weight doing it. What you been it's making? Epic. Just like fried rice with like peas, mushrooms, shredded chicken or salmon. Just like, I don't know, do you guys have Philadelphia cream cheese? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. We have like the lightest version mm -hmm. of it, which is like no calories, but you get to just dump that shit in, make a nice creamy pasta sauce. Ah. Ton of protein. Nice. I've lost 8.8 .8 kilos, which is like 18 pounds. Really? Since yeah. I saw you last? Since I was in LA, yeah. Holy shit. Third of July, I started Damn. like tracking my weight again. And I was 77.6 kilos, which I don't know what that is. I was, I was the heaviest I'd ever been in my life. And then... Now I'm down to 68 kilos again. Damn. Have you been working out every day too? No. Oh, just eating well? I, I started working out a lot and I was like, this is how I burn myself out on this. I go way too hard, way too strict. So now it's like we go for a walk for an hour every day when we can mm -hmm. and like get our steps in and then just calorie counting. Nice. Hell yeah, look at you. I want to start cooking more again. I really like cooking when I do do it. I usually just pop on a jazz record and I make some food. Um, yeah, you haven't cooked me anything. I know, I should cook you something. You keep telling me stories about how you made steaks, mm -hmm. you made a fucking something, braised pork, or yep. you slow cooked something all day. Yep. My, I can't cook anything right now because my refrigerator is broken, which is... Your refrigerator? Yeah, my refrigerator. <laughs> it's fridge or refrigerator? <laughs> no, I know that. <laughs> It's not a refrigerator. I like calling it a refrigerator. Yeah, my fridge is broken. Uh, so that's cool. That's awesome. It was so funny because did you get your Did you get your AC fixed? Yes. Yeah, AC okay. is fixed. Uh, my AC broke, but um, my my fridge broke, and the guy came over, and he opened up the fridge, and he had a thermometer, or like not a thermometer. Uh, well, technically, yeah, but like the laser ones, and he pointed mm -hmm. it in there, and he's like. Yeah, it's uh, it's not very cold in there. And I was like, uh-huh. That's why I called you. <laughs> yep. Oh, and you you have a built-in fridge. Mm -hmm. Oh. I do. That's a tricky one to get fixed. Yeah, so he he checked it out. The compressor is broken, but it's okay because he said your fridge is fairly new, so it should be under warranty, which it is, 
which thankfully nice. it is because it was going to be $1,200 to replace the compressor. So they yeah. should be uh, doing that soon. Hopefully it doesn't take too long. Um, but yeah. Get back in that kitchen. Whip up a storm. Just you and your apron. Nothing, Nothing else. Nothing else. Me. I want to see you nude cooking. Oh, I could. I could do it for the OnlyFans. For me. Just for you. And I'm just sitting there with a fucking uh, <laughs> bourbon and I'm just like, yeah. I just set up. I set up like my phone against the wall for a FaceTime call, but it's like kind of far away, so you're just getting a glimpse of my ass for an hour and a half while I cook myself a, a ch lemon chicken. Like, yeah, look at him cheese. <laughs> yeah, yeah, daddy's you, cooking up something good. You based that chicken, huh? Nice. Yeah. What you gonna put? In yeah, there? work it, boy. What you gonna put in there? A little bit of shallots. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Red wine, <laughs> make some fun. Mm. This is literally just that episode of South Park where Randy learns <laughs> yeah. how to cook. <laughs> He's having phone sex about the cooking. <laughs> that is really funny. Cream freeze. <laughs> it's such a funny episode. <laughs> and it's it's like, oh yeah, it doesn't conflict with the with the chicken's natural flavor. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a beautiful flavor profile. <laughs> yeah, you like that? You like when I base it? It's so funny. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Uh, sexy cooking is the only way to cook. Sexy cooking, baby. We should we should do a, a cook-off video where we cook each other a meal, but we try and make it actual stuff, mm. you know? Because we could always... We have to cook the same meal, though, because then Ooh. it's it's too, way too subjective if I'm cooking, like, lasagna and you're cooking steak. It's like, which one's better? Who knows? It's food. It's great. It's like comparing apples and oranges, but it's steak and lasagna. Yeah, why isn't that the phrase? I don't know. No idea. It's like comparing car oil with toothpaste. They're both used the same way, really. One's maintaining your teeth, one's maintaining your engine. What's the difference? <laughs> your car's teeth. Exactly. Those pistons going... You ever, you ever see a car going down the road and you see the headlights and I'm like, oh, that's a little happy guy. You ever just see a little <laughs> face? It's <laughs> just a little guy. He's just a little guy. He's got a funny little face. <laughs> Why is he speeding? Why is he doing that? It's so funny. Why is he not slowing down for the kids crossing the street? It's not what you did. Why is that little? Why is that little guy? Uh, why is that little guy? Wait, the little guy! No. <laughs> Blood all over your windshield. And then you just wipe. Oh, he's a clean little guy now. Nice. <laughs> it's just I can see from two the little guy. I spilled coffee all over my car this morning when I was on my way back from therapy. So I got to go clean that up later. It's gonna be great. Fucking idiot. And you got the white interior. Yeah, well, what if, what if, what, uh, what about it? I bet when you were buying that, you were like, damn, look at me, pimp daddy. Mm -hmm. Out the max. And then you got it and you were like, man, this gets, shit gets dirty real quick. It does, but, you know, with just a little bit of cleaner and or a wipe, wipe it right off, good as new. And a little bit of elbow grease. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you just go, <laughs> you know the sound? You know the sound. Yeah. You know the sound. Oh, I know the sound. That's what you do when you're cooking for me. Natural sleasoning. Based, based the sleasoning. <laughs> yeah. Natural sleasoning. <laughs> oh, get sleazy, baby. Well, Sean, should we wrap this one up here? I guess I'll wrap it up like the fucking beef Wellington and pastry. Oh, I made a beef Wellington. I should make you beef Wellington. That would be sick. Those are hard to make, and I've never attempted it because I'm scared of them. We should both try and make each other beef Wellington. It would take a while, but we could do it. I have two ovens. We could do it. 
two ovens, eight foot ceilings. Mm-hmm. Who is this guy? Uh, White interior. Uh, well, in my kitchen, I don't even know how tall the ceilings are. Twelve feet, maybe. Yeah, you do have big. That that feels like a very LA home thing. Mm-hmm. Have like big ceiling, skylight because the sun is out. Sun's Here, up. it's like stay in your fucking cube, loser. I like your house is so cozy though. It makes me feel like it's a warm blanket, and you've got Thank that. You. Cozy, it is very cozy. You got that cozy. It was raining yesterday while I was making the Warhammer. I was like, oh, this is so fucking awesome. Isn't that every day? <laughs> and I was like, why is John Locke doing that? Why is, what is he doing? Did, why is he doing ayahuasca in a little hut? Scene. <laughs> and then he talking to, to Echo's Bordo. This is <laughs> He's so like, good. we got to find Yemi. <laughs> that, that is what he does. Isn't he like doing ayahuasca when he goes on his like little vision quest thing? Yeah, I think he calls it a vision quest. Yeah. It's like we can't we can't allude to any drugs. Yeah, but I'm basically being my own shaman. Yeah. In a hut. That's what he does. He does this like weird little sweat hut thing, and it's it's just a little fucking hot box. Yeah, this is crazy. Show. Like John, what do you do? It's like, hey, Charlie, go out here, bro. I'm hanging out with the smoke monster. <laughs> <laughs> I am the smoke monster. Watch this shit. Puff the magic dragon, baby. He's like, don't look now. There's a polar bear behind you. That motherfucker's not real. (laughs) Did you see that woman came out and apologized about it? Yeah, why is she apologizing? I don't know. I feel like the internet is so mean. Well, she she should apologize to the people on the plane and the crew, maybe. Uh But she apologized to the internet because they were probably like, what a fucking bitch. Mm -hmm. Ruining everyone's day. She was like, I'm sorry, I was high. <laughs> I do love that meme, though. That motherfucker's not real. And it, like, pans over. It's like Scooby-Doo. Yeah. <laughs> airplane it's seat. so good. It's so, so good. I want to know what she saw. Yeah, what did she see? Maybe it was did John Did she see Locke. the declassified... Oh! John Locke as the smoke monster. That would be cool. Now that's... Oh. That's lost, baby. She's like, I'm so fucking lost. I want somebody, I bet someone's done it, to make a Lost trailer, but edited like it's a teen drama or something like that. Mm. Like a teen summer movie. Everywhere you go. It's John Locke. it's like John Locke, and it's just him with the orange (laughs) slice in his mouth. (laughs) I think someone has done that. I think I have seen exactly that meme. Because as soon as I said that, that popped into my head. It's like, John Locke. And he's like... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, I want someone to make a version of Lost that takes out all the flashbacks. (laughs) uh, Because I love Lost, but it's from an era of 26 episode seasons. Or like 20 episodes. And it's like all the flashbacks. I'm like, I I know what the flashbacks are showing me. And I don't want to watch them again. Yeah, I think... uh... If you cut down the flashbacks from Lost, it would be like an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be a very short show. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. I just want the island part. I want to be able to like watch it and like watch all the flashbacks or watch all the island and then watch them together. Or something like that. Well, I need Lost a bridge. Well, watching them together would just be watching the show. Am I wrong? Yes. Okay. I, I bet someone has made... It's on YouTube somewhere. Lost, but without the flashbacks. A hundred percent. That's not legal, though. Well, I want a legal version of it. I don't want to have to pirate it. You can't have your cake and eat it, make, too. 
Why? Are you, yes, you can. I don't understand yes, you, that. If you, if you make a cake, you can have the cake and eat it. I, I have made the cake. Yeah, but I think the thing is, like, you can't have your cake. You can't have the cake and eat the cake and still have the cake. What if I make another cake? I guess. I guess. This is from a, this is, this is like when I said, let them eat cake and got the quote completely wrong. And I was like, I think she was just being nice by saying, let them eat cake. It's like, no, she was stupid because she thought peasants had cake because rich people ate cake. And then they're like, oh, they have no food. Why don't they just eat cake? Let them eat cake. It's like, it was like a tone deaf thing. And I was here like defending Marie Antoinette's stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> saying it was Winston Churchill. <laughs> <laughs> Look, sometimes Mandela comes for us all. This is so true. This is so true. Loss is kind of like a Mandela effect. You know, they all thought they're in the island. You know? And everyone thought they were dead. Mm -hmm. So true. So true. Watching it again, back to back to back, without any of the week in between, A, they repeat so many fucking things. Yeah. But also... It's like, man, I can really tell that you were writing this after, like, season three as you went. Yeah. Like, you didn't have anything planned. Yep. And then it was like, shit, we got to finish this. What do we do? And then suddenly it's like, like, I love all the time travel stuff, but it's like, it doesn't really make that much sense when you think about it too much. No. But I'm like, it's just vibes. It's just vibes. It's just good vibes. Just good vibes. I love it, though. Nothing like it. Nothing quite like John Locke finding a hatch and it's this whole thing and, you know. Never. Yeah. Well, everyone at home, hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing swell, even. Uh, yeah, stay sleazy. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Blaine Week podcast. Uh, videos yeah. have been going up on YouTube. Make sure you go there. Go watch them. Go watch them. You, you get to find out who's smarter between me and Ethan by a bunch of random-ass common-sense questions. Yes, yes, yes. And there will be new videos uh, going up pretty soon. We still have a few left that we recorded the last time you were here. So uh, yeah, and maybe I'll maybe I'll go to the the good old Uck and we'll record some things. Hell yeah, the good old Uck baby. Well, anyway, thank you guys for watching. Stay leaky, stay sleazy, love yourself. Drip, drip, leakers. Drip, drip. Bye. Hey, this is Eric Malinsky, host of the podcast Imaginary Worlds. Each episode, I explore different sci-fi fantasy genres, talking with filmmakers, novelists, game designers, cosplayers, comic book artists, and anyone who works in the field of make-believe. I also look at the fan experience, asking, why do we suspend our disbelief? You can subscribe to Imaginary Worlds wherever you get your podcasts. Whether you're in a relationship single or recently heartbroken you could be navigating some tough stuff and it really can be challenging to do this on your own we all need help when it comes to our relationships very specifically our love lives i'm jillian and each week on my podcast jillian on love i share skills on how to strengthen our relationships how to build a stronger sense of self and how to heal heartbreak and choose better partners. Learn how to start making change today and search for Jillian on Love wherever you're listening now.